0: Hey, Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome back. Uh, Podcast fam, good to be back with you guys. I haven't recorded one of these in, um, I guess it's probably been since last uh, Friday, and it's uh, I think Thursday night now, so I feel like I've been on vacation. I feel like I've been gone for a long time. So thanks to my wife for standing in and for uh, Grace Hufton for um, uh, guest starring here. I want to talk to you today um, about the Word of God. The Word of God is the greatest weapon that we have in this lifetime. The Word of God is the most potent power in the whole universe. The Word of God is the source of everything that you see and the source of everything that you wanna see. The Word of God, the Bible says, is quick, which means it's alive. It's alive in, in, in all three parts of who we are as people. It's alive in our spirit, it's alive and working in our soul, and it's alive in our body. It's alive in the spirit realm. It's alive in the natural realm. When you look at an atom, well, through a microscope, the atom actually exists by the Word of God. The only reason that atom is there, and it continues to do what it's supposed to do, is because the Word put it in its place. And the Word is our greatest weapon. And so I want to uh, uh, just refresh and rejog your memory. Because what the devil tries to do is he tries to discount the word he tries to make you lightly esteem the word he he tries to make it that the word of god becomes just mundane and everyday to where you hear so many scriptures and it like it can like dull out i could read john 316 and you've all heard that hundreds if not thousands of times for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever should believe, put their trust in Him, should not perish but have eternal life. Man, what a treasure. We've got God's love and we've got our response. The Word of God is there to set us free. The Word of God is there to create in our lives. Hebrews 11.3 says, By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God so that the things that are seen are not thing are not ma- we're not made of things which do appear we are living in a world a visible world we're living in a world that we only see because of the spoken word of god colossians 1:17 says he upholds all things let me read it to you here colossians 1:17 And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. Hebrews 1.3, he is upholding all things by the word of his power. John 1 talks about the word of God. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Every time you sit down with the Bible, you're sitting down with God himself. You're spending time with the word. So I want to encourage you that you esteem the word of God. The Bible says, if you lightly esteem my, my, the word of my prophets then I will lightly esteem you. You know, the, the, the weight that you put on the Word, the expectation that you put on the Word will, will directly relate to what you get from God. People come to the Word and they treat reading the Bible as, as just a to-do list. I've got to read my Word today. And they read through and they don't remember anything. And then there's people who come to the Word and approach it and receive the very life of God. The Word carries in it the very life of God. And then the Word carries in it the power of God to change any circumstance. The, there's a big difference between the Bible and other books. I can go into my library here and I can pull out books. And good books. Good books that talk about the Bible. And then other books that I like. There's there's authors that I like. I've read Lord of the Rings and I've read Mark Twain. And I can pull out these books and they can be remind me of my childhood. And, and I can get enjoyment out of these books. But the Bible, by its nature, is different. It is quick. It is alive, it is sharp, it is powerful. It it actually has a purpose to, number one, to create. The power of the Word of God is to create. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness covered the face of the deep. And the Lord spoke and said, let there be light, and there was light. The Word of God carries the, the, the stuff of worlds. It's the stuff of creation. It's the stuff that brought things into being. It's, it's the substance from, you know, the Big Bang Theory. Oh, that there was an explosion. And I want to tell you, there was an explosion. It was an explosion of the Word of God. When God said, let there be light, it was the Word of God that exploded and created light. But it wasn't that there was some gas that exploded, that came from nowhere, that was there all these hundreds of millions of years ago. No, it was the spoken Word of God from the lips of God Himself. And God gives us his own word to equip us for our lives. Ephesians chapter 6 talks about um, our, our, uh, our armor of God. And you'll see how much of it relates to, to, relates to the word. It says, verse 13, Wherefore take up unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Having therefore your loins girt about with truth. What, what truth? The truth of God's word. You, you, you gird yourself up, you prepare yourself. Your, your loins being girt about the belt. The belt is where the sword would hang. The belt was where people would attach things. Your belt is what held your outfit together. Truth must be at the, the truth of God's word must be at the center of your life. There's people who, who, who come to the things of God and they get touched by God. And it's good to encounter the presence of God. But you must equip yourself with the truth of God's word. When David took up five smooth stones, those stones represented the word of God. It's, he had the truth of God's word. So the truth is, is your weapon. It's what you have available. at your defense, the truth of God's word. And then it says, having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace above all taking the shield of faith. Where is faith? Faith is based in the word of God. Where, wherewith you shall be able to quench, you know, when the devil throws a dart at you, think about Jesus in the wilderness. When the devil came with his temptations, what did Jesus do? He used the word. He defended himself with the word. No, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. In him we live and move and have our being. So the word is your defense. When the devil brings a storm, the word is the only line of defense that you have. And then verse 16, above all, take in the shield of faith and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Every time you come into a battle, the Holy Spirit is going to give you a scripture. He's going to bring the word back to your remembrance to give you something to equip you with a sword to fight with. Mark my words, every time a challenge arises, there is a scripture that the Holy Spirit will give you something to fight with. And if you don't have one and you say, I'm in a fight and I don't have a scripture, you go find one that relates. If it's a financial fight, you find a scripture that guarantees you the victory. The word of God is sure. The very foundation of the world is built on the word of God. And so for us, to have victory, the only thing we need is a word from God. My pastor, Pastor Rodney, would say, all you need is a word from God. He said, God told me to go to Madison Square Garden, hold the biggest uh, soul winning uh, crusade since the 50s. And he went and he spent six point something million dollars, but it was from the word of the Lord. And that money came in supernaturally. All you need is a word from God, he says. And so we understand Hebrews eleven three three, that the worlds were framed by the word of God. The spiritual comes first. Everything you see is first spiritual. It's spoken out of the spirit realm by a spirit being, God himself, and formed. Spiritual first, natural second. So the word for us must come first in our life. If we're to have victory in our life, the word must come first. The word comes first. Every victory in the spirit realm comes from the word of God. Every sickness has a spiritual root. Every depression has a spiritual root. Every worry and anxiety has a spiritual root. So when we use our faith, you're going after the spiritual root. And so you look with the eyes of the Spirit. I see that God has given me the Word of God to wage a good warfare. So stop. You, you don't look for outside confirmation to see if your prayers are being answered. The outside will come. You look at the Word of God. You fix your eyes on the Word. The Word of God is a sure foundation. The Word of God is our proof. The, the word of God is a seed. It's an eternal seed. It carries the power inside of it to produce after its own kind. The father spoke and the word has the inherent power. So it's up to us to use the word as a weapon. So number one, what do we do? We become saturated in the word of God. You get a word storehouse. You know, every every failure in our Christian walk is a word deficiency. Any area we come up short, it's a word deficiency. God doesn't want us deficient in the word of God. God wants us ready to fight every challenge. Imagine going out to a battle with no sword. You got a shield maybe and and some armor, but you've got no sword. You've got a helmet of salvation, you know, you've got a breastplate of righteousness, you know who you are in Christ, but you've got no sword to fight with. You've got no weapon to attack with. God wants us to be prepared. The Bible says, put on the whole armor of God. It's up to us to prepare ourselves. The word goes into us. You know, the the word is the water that fills our pot. And so the word fills us up. And when the time comes, we're full of the word. We're full of the word. Also, when you fill yourself up with the word, when the anointing comes, it turns the water into wine. The people who are able to drink, I believe, are the people who, first of all, can yield. But then are the ones who are full of the word, the word turns into the wine. The word, number two, is the key to your growth. It's the power that makes you like Jesus. Your mind is renewed by the word. You know, there's people try to change their, educate themselves according to the world system. You can't just use the world's education. You use the word of God. The word has the power to cleanse your mind. The Bible said that he would wash us from all unrighteousness. The word will cleanse your mind. So you approach the word with reverence and excitement and singleness of heart. You know, people approach the word and they say, well, I've heard that. I know that. How many times have you heard Ephesians 1, 16 and 17? May the God uh, pray to the God of our Lord Jesus Christ that are given to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge. People can glance over these things, quote it verbatim, but not stop and realize this word, one scripture verse carries the power to make a dead man alive. You know, when you got saved, the Bible says in 1 Peter 1, that you were born again by an incorruptible seed, the word of God. So it was the word that came in and touched your heart. And in one moment, that's why you don't have to hear the Bible for a year to get born again. You can hear the word and respond. It has the power in an instant to take someone from spiritually dead to spiritually alive. That same power is av- available every day. If that word in one sermon can turn you from death to life, from, from uh, unsaved to saved, from headed to hell to headed to heaven, if it can do that, then the next time you approach the word, Approach it with reverence. This word is producing. This word is working in me. This word is renewing my mind. This word is changing. You approach it like a fire and a hammer. Jeremiah 23, verse 29, is not my word like a fire and like a hammer that breaks the rock into pieces. The Bible says to treasure the word, Psalm 119, verse 11, you give the Holy Ghost something to work with. And so you'll, you'll end up with an overflowing cup. If there's no word in you, you will not produce The word is there to energize you. It's there to energize your faith. If you're running at a loss, then it's a word delinquency. It's a word shortage. The Bible says, with joy shall you draw forth water from the wells of the salvation. So you draw the word, the water out of your spirit, and you can do it with great joy. Allow yourself to get intoxicated from the word that's in your spirit. That's how you know you've meditated in it when it produces intoxication. The Bible says in Jeremiah 15, 16, your words were found and I ate them. And your words became to me the joy and the delight of my heart. The word of God is powerful and it will turn to be the joy and delight of your heart. The Bible says to not be conformed to this world, but be transformed. The word really is the only thing that can make you understand the difference between a Christian and an unsafe person. It says, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So God's looking for us, to, it says, to approve his perfect will. But it comes by knowing the Word of God. When you sit under the Word and you see the standard of the Word, you get a love in your heart for the things of God. You get a love in your heart for the kingdom of God. And you get a hatred for the things that oppose God. People whose voice opposes the church, opposes God, opposes the body of Christ. You know, if you say, man, I just find it difficult to love the Lord. I want to serve the Lord fully, but I just I just don't know why I can't. Spend time in the Word. You could take a day off and spend eight to ten hours just reading, studying the Word, thanking God for the Word. You could do it. You take that time. You'll, you'll dip yourself into the high-octane Word of God that'll change your life. 2 Corinthians 3.18, And all of us, as with un- unveiled face, because we continue to behold In the word of God, as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are constantly being transfigured into his very own image in ever increasing splendor and from one degree of glory to another. The word is the ultimate vehicle of change. The word was made flesh and dwelt among us. The word gave us power to become the sons of God. The word is there to dispel confusion. Psalm 119, 130 says the entrance of your word brings light. John 1 says the word is life. John 1 says the word is light. John 15, 4, and 7 says the word produces in us. Acts 20, 32 says the word of his grace, which is able to build us up and to give us an inheritance. The word will not only save you, you're born again by the word, but it'll give you an inheritance. How do you see what's yours? Well, I see in the Bible that perfect peace is mine. Isaiah says that I'll keep continual peace whose mind is stayed on me. So as I stay my mind on the word of God, I can have continual peace. The Bible says the blessing of the Lord makes one rich and adds no sorrow with it. It's one of my, it's one of my inheritances to be rich and sorrow free. And so the word is there to build me up and to give me an inheritance. Acts 19.20 says the word of God grows. So mightily grew the word of God and prevailed. And then 1 Peter 1.23 says I'm born again not of corruptible seed but of incorruptible by the word of God which lives and abides forever the word is eternal the reason why i'm going to heaven when my body dies is because there's a seed of the word of God in my spirit and that word belongs to the father and so when i die and there's a word in my spirit he says that spirit belongs to me my word is on the inside of that the seed of my salvation is the word of God the seed of change is the word of God the seed of miracles is the word of God the seed of increase is the Word of God. The seed of a clear mind is the Word of God. Everything I need is found in the Word of God. The Word is pure power. It is anointed. I encourage you today to fall in love with the Word. Next time you read the Bible, pick up the Bible and just thank God. God, thank you for your Word. It is my life. I love you. God bless you.